0: Welcome to the Cybersecurity Startup Revenue Podcast, where we help cybersecurity companies grow revenue faster. I'm your host, Andrew Monaghan, and today we're talking about differentiation and one thing you can do to help stand up. So tell me if you've uh, been through this before. I imagine most of you have. You get on a call, uh, you run the call, first call with a prospect, and at the end of it, you come off and you think to yourself, I'm not really sure they got it. I'm not sure they understood why we were different. I'm not sure they understood quite what we do for them. They were asking weird questions that didn't seem to really be in line with the sort of questions you'd ask if you truly understood, you know, our unique take on this market and and what we do. And, you know, it happens a lot. In fact, if you ask buyers, there's been research that's done where they say that many times they can't really tell much difference, between the vendors that they talk to. Uh, they seem like much of a muchness. They seem pretty similar. And when those situations come around, they end up just choosing ones because of other reasons. They're easier to do business with, maybe price is a factor, maybe pricing models a factor, things like that. But it's not because there was a natural front runner that was a much better fit for them and what they're trying to achieve. Now, I bet you, if you ask the the companies in these situations, they would say, well, hold on a minute. We're We're very different to all these companies, right? But for some reason, the differentiation is being lost and buyers and executives are not not understanding the differences between the different vendors out there in the marketplace. And, you know, there's 3,400 vendors right now, probably more up to 35 right now. And, uh, you know, they're all climbing for attention. There's lots and lots of overlap between different uh, sub-markets right now in cyber. So it's, it's I guess it's natural there's going to be a lot of confusion out there. Um, I want to tell you a quick story about something that... Uh, that uh, I experienced a while back. So this was summer of 2014. I was working for a company called Ionic Security. We, we joined pre-product release. So we were out there evangelizing what we were doing. And, you know, it was, it was one of these things where, you know, if we pulled it off, it was going to be a big impact, right? What we were able to do was switch on and off access to data, no matter where in the world it was, based on policy changes, right? And when we talked to the CISOs and they grasped what we did, it was, you know, most of them were like, yeah, this, this, if you guys can pull this off, it's pretty groundbreaking, right? Um, so we're in that environment where we were getting good validation from from people and the product was being built. And then along the way, this was summer 2014, Adam Getty, our founder, our CTO founder at the time, he was asked by the, the team at Kleiner Perkins, who are one of our VCs, to come in to the office because Bill Gates was coming in. And I guess at the time, I don't know if he still does it, Bill would go to something like Kleiner Perkins, if maybe you not know, a couple other VCs and say, hey, you know, why don't you bring in two or three of your your most uh, groundbreaking startups? I'd love to learn the technology and maybe there's a fit at Microsoft that I can make an intro for. So Adam went out to Sand Hill Road and goes went in the meeting room. And uh, I think he probably had about like 15 minutes or so with Bill. And what he did was he went straight to the demo of the product and he, he showed... Uh, Bill, you know, let's give you access to some data. Let's switch off access to data in real time. Now try and open up again. Now let's make the policy change based on when there's an iPad or a phone or a laptop. You know, he he was doing all this on and off access to data in real time as the product it was designed to do, right? And that's just what he did for Bill. And at the end of it, apparently, you know, Bill Gates turned to his team and said, you know, we should investigate this more. <laughs> um, and that was his very understated way of being impressed, apparently. You know, he rarely appara- would jump around and say, this is amazing. But that was his way of saying, you know, there's something in this. Let's let's look at this some more. And Adam was, you know, naturally pretty pleased with how things went. Um, he got, you know, someone, a very sophisticated technology person to to get what we did in a short period of time and an impactful way. You know, the, the dirty little secret was that that's how we did our demos anyway. Right when we got uh, CISOs and and heads of security at different companies on a call, when we were doing a demo, that's how we did the demo. We went straight to the the point where we say, okay, let's let's show you switching on and off data, let's change policies in real time, let's do all this right there and then. And what happened was that almost without fail, the the prospect we were talking to would say, well, hold on a second, how are you doing that? Right, how's this working? Tell me more about the architecture. Tell me more about the um, the way this is going to work inside my organization, right? So they were they were enamored, they were captured by the way that we did the demo, so that then wanted to find out a lot more, and they were engaged at that point, right? They got what we did. Uh, they realized that was there was nothing else in the market at all that would do something like this, and they wanted to learn more about how it all worked. So from that standpoint, you know, it worked very well. Now let's contrast that. If we'd done a standard, let's call it a standard vendor demo, I know there's no such thing, but you know you might recognize the format as I kind of walk through this. right? If we we're doing a standard demo, what we might have done was put up the console, the dashboard right and said, okay, here's our dashboard. It's got six different components to it. Here's what each one does. Um, over here on the left hand side is we've got the policy part of the dashboard. Why don't we dig into that and show you how we create policies? Here's the eight different ways, the eight different factors when it comes to policy. Look, you can make it into groups and you can group people in different parts of the world in different ways. You can, you know, sign policy based on their uh their ID, based on location. You know, you go through all that. And then we say, you know, it's important that we connect to your existing systems. Let's imagine you have Okta, let's do an integration octa. Look how simple that was. That happened really quickly, right? Now, here's where we can look at your devices and data. Let's say we would need to find out something about you know, this device right here, look at all the cool information that we got about the device uh, in this dashboard right here. And so it would go on and on and on. It'd be blah, 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 right? And eventually what we would do is get to the point and say, okay, now we've established all these kind of, you know, ground rules as it were, let's show you how we can switch on and off data in real time. The trouble is by that time, the audience would have been bored. They would have been half asleep. They might have been doing email or text messaging or, or thinking about lunchtime, where they're going for lunch, right? They would have been off in different la la land trying to figure out, well, what's the big deal about all this stuff that these guys are showing us? And the aha moment, I think, to take from this is that you know, most companies, most cybersecurity vendors, most products that you're selling, there's something about them that is unique, it's different, it's the secret sauce, right? And what we have to do is we have to engineer these wow moments so that the prospect gets it and gets it quickly and understands how we're going to be different than everyone else they see in the market. And you have to take control of that process and make sure that it hits them between the eyes and they get it, right? There can't be any doubt in their mind that A, this is different and could be really amazing. And B, we're the only ones that are doing it in this manner. So, this is something that uh, is, is when done well is truly impactful. It goes against some of the the sales advice is that you should only demo things that solve problems that the customer came up with right uh, you know if you've got something that truly is going to you know change the market and you, you can't be doing it only showing that if someone says they have the problem right you need to open their minds to this somehow and that's something that Adam and the the SEs that we work with were very good at doing right They were using the demo to, to do that. Um, but if you want to engineer this these wild wow moments for yourself, what's some tips to do that? I've got about five here to give you. The first one is fundamental, which is be very clear what your wild wow moment is or what your wild wow moments are. And I'll tell you, not every company I work with has obvious wild wow moments, right? It's things that well, you ask them how they're different. It's in reality, it's just a teeny tiny bit better, different than how everyone else does it. But you'd be hard pressed to say, that's groundbreaking, right? So this does not work if when you show to people, they kind of shrug their shoulders and go, I saw something very similar last week. Right. That's, this is not gonna be a wow moment if if it's just pretty much the same, but maybe a different color, right? You get my idea. So you got to be clear of what they are and what they're not. And you're gonna look foolish if you try and claim something's a like, wow and make a big deal about something if it's really not, right? So first of all, that's the first step. Be very clear of what those are internally. The second thing you need to do is um, in the discovery portion of that first meeting, ask a question that's going to help open the prospect's mind or eyes to the area that you're, you're going to get into when you when you talk about this in the demo, right? Or in the slide deck, or how are you going to do the wow moment, right? You need to open their minds to be ready to to be engaged in this area. So the concept of a wow moment, I think, has been around for a while. But I remember um, Bob Tinker, who was a CEO at Mobile Iron. I saw him write or speak about this. Where what they realized at Mobile Iron very early on was they had a facility they called Selective Wipe. That was where if you had a, a device that your employee had brought in and you were using Mobile Iron to manage it, you could wipe only the corporate data and leave alone the personal data. And this may seem a little weird these days, but back in those days, it was entirely common that if you provisioned your iPhone to work with uh, the company. And you left, they would actually wipe your whole phone, <laughs> your kids' photos, your contact list, everything had to go because they wanted to take the corporate data off. So, Mobile Iron had this facility called Mobile called uh, called Selective Wipe. And what they did is they realized that this was a big deal, so they put it front and center. They made it into a wow moment, right? And if we're going to if we go back to those days, perhaps no one was asking for this, right? Because they thought it wasn't possible. But a question you could have asked might have been. You know, others are thinking about or wrestling with how are they going to deal with the situation where all data is being wiped from companies, from phones that the from employees that leave the company, right? And I'm curious, you know, how do you plan to deal with that? Right. So you're starting to open their mind to to think about if they're not already doing it, that's gonna open their mind. If they are already do, already doing it, you're gonna get them thinking again about how they've thought about doing this. So that's the second thing thing. Tee this up with some good questions. The third thing is. Uh, give them dessert first is what I call it, right? This is not a a fine dining meal with eight courses where the desserts last. You want to hit them up front with the dessert first. Don't lead towards this unique differentiation. Lead with it so that, uh, you know, while they're paying attention, you can hit them between the eyes with it. Fourth thing is you got to really tell them that this is different, right? This is why you're different. This is why your customers love you. And you want to ideally do it before you get to it and after you get to it. So what you might do is say, you know, what I'm going to do is start off with the one of the number one reasons why our customers love what we do and why we're different in the market, right? And then you do the the wow moment. And the end of that, you might remind them, right? Yeah, that thing we just talked about for the last two or three minutes, that is our secret sauce. we got a patent pending on how we do that. And uh, our belief is that no one in the market is coming close to this right now, right? So that might be a way to to bookend it with telling them you know what it is right which leads me to the the fifth thing, which is to ask them what it would mean for them so going back to ionic you know once we've shown them this our ses and and uh, the sellers we were pretty good at saying to them, you know you get the chance to digest this a little bit let's imagine you had this in your environment. what would it mean for your program what would it mean for your data protection policies?" What what would it mean for your whole risk reduction strategies inside the company if you had this control over data, right? And get them thinking about what it would mean for them, how they would use it, and uh, what the impact would be to them and their program, right? So there's five tips about how to think about engineering these wild moments. Done right, this is very impactful, right? And you can really make a difference and capture the hearts and minds of your prospects, by doing a wild moment like this. Um, you can't leave it a chance, right? You can't hope that in minute 33 of the hour-long call, the bit you did for 30 seconds, that A, someone's going to remember it, and B, know that it was different, unless you tee it up properly like this, right? Most people will just, it'll, it'll move past them, and you'll lost the chance to catch them like that. Um, so don't bury it away somewhere in the meeting, right? Give them dessert first, make it powerful, And my challenge to you is to think through now how you're doing things at the moment, what your wow moment is, and then how can you engineer using the tips I've just given you to use the tips to make this wow moment really impactful.